0: This episode is brought to you in part by Thomas Nelson, publisher of But God Can: How to Stop Striving and Live Purposefully and Abundantly. Written and narrated by Becky Kaiser and is available everywhere audiobooks are sold. Welcome to today's mini episode on transforming your conversation with God. My name is Daniel M.
1: And I'm Christina M.
0: Well, today we are joined by Crystal Evans-Hurst. Her newest book, The 28-Day Prayer Journey, invites readers to pray uh, along with three short devotional readings for the morning, afternoon, and evening that basically cover the tenets of prayer. So the goal of this journey is for you to, I love this, become addicted to your time with Jesus.
1: So welcome to the podcast, Crystal. Thanks so much for having me. I'm grateful to be with you today too. So, well, I grew up in the church and there's something that I could never wrap my head around and it's this verse, pray without ceasing." Now, that was like when I was seven years old and could run around and do whatever, but now that I'm an adult and a homeschooling mom and for those who maybe are their children are on online schooling and attending school part time, we seem to have gotten even busier. When I picked up your book and went through the prayer exercises, that's When that verse clicked. Oh, so this is how we can daily be reminded to spend time with God amidst the busyness of our lives. So, Crystal, for the remainder of our time together, we would be so grateful if you would lead us and our podcast family through a day of prayer. Yes, I would be happy to do that. Well, the first thing is pray without ceasing is an is a principle (laughs) of always having the lines of communication open Mm. to God. And so when you start the day. Um, multiple times a day. It's remembering that God, the God of the universe, has invited us to conversation with him whenever we'd like to engage. And that's a privilege. So in the morning, starting with praise and thanksgiving and meditating on the word um, of God, it could be a verse, it could be a scripture, but just starting with the mind of Christ in you um, and to invite him into your day to say not only thank you for the day, But to say, dear God, I'm grateful for, I'm thankful that you, I adore you because you are and help me to do with my day what you intend for me to do with my day, Mm -hmm. to notice the people I need to meet, the places I need to go and to surrender my plans if my plans aren't in line with what you have for me. The second thing is in the afternoon. Um, And again, this is just a guideline. Um. It is an opportunity. Um, and so we're, we're using this journey to say, do this three times a day. But really, any time is a good time. Hmm. In the afternoon, it's pausing to say to God, um, so this is what's happened today. <laughs> this is what's on my mind. This is where I need repentance. This is where I need to reconnect with you. This is where I need your help. This is where people I know need your help as I move throughout the day. So as you move throughout the day, of course, when you sit to eat, you can thank God for being a faithful provider, for giving you grace to get through the morning, for helping you over a hump. Um, If there's something amazing that's happened, it's a great time to check in with God, to just reflect on how good he is in your life or when the day hasn't been so great to pause um, and take a hump in the day, just like we would take a hump in our week to let your body, your mind, your heart groan to thank God for the access to the care that he provides, but to ask him to give you what you need to keep going. And then as you move towards the evening, um, the, the care here is to say to God, listen, I'm grateful for the day that you've given me, to reflect on the day, to understand what God was teaching you in that day, how he was stretching you, how he was growing you, whether you liked it or not, to thank him for what he's brought you through and then to ask him to give you grace for what you'll be heading into the next day. This idea of praying without ceasing means that at any point during the day, we can have these conversations. And you know at least three times, because we got to stop for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, Mm -hmm. those are good times to remember. But when you first get out of bed, that's a good time. Mid-morning after your first meeting of the morning, that's a good time. Mm -hmm. Mid-afternoon, right before you pick up your kids from school or when you're winding down from a day of virtual schooling or homeschooling, that's a good time. As you're doing dishes, that's a good time. As you get your kids ready for bed and pray with them, that's a good time. And as you lay your head on the pillow, so is that. And let's not forget about those midnight trips to the bathroom (laughs) or for a snack to the fridge. That can be a good time as well. The key is that any time is a good time to have conversation with God. And just like any relationship, we want to pray thinking about the the part that praise and giving thanks lends to that relationship, the repentance lens that asking and sharing your needs lends and that yielding and surrendering uh, lends to, and that's where we get the acronym PRAY from. But any relationship would not be a great relationship if you didn't have the freedom and take advantage of the opportunity to talk when things come up. And praying without ceasing implies that the lines of communication are always open three times a day or 10. But whenever I have a moment where I think, wow, I want to connect with God over this. I want to include him in how I'm thinking and I'm feeling. Those are all good times. Praying without ceasing isn't a command in the sense that it details that every second of the day we have to do it. It is an invitation. And three times a day, which is what I've laid out in this resource that we have available, it's kind of the minimum. But it's just to get you going. Mm. Hopefully that helps.
0: Yeah, I absolutely love that. Uh, one of the things for Christina and I, we were doing a lot of biking <laughs> with the with COVID and our kids being a bit older now. And and we often do it where I'm at the front and then our kids take turns in terms of the order and Christina's at the back. And uh, with um, our podcast family might know, or I, I don't even remember the last time we talked about this, but my dad has cancer at the moment. And, and it was probably about a few few weeks ago after our our last trip to Vancouver to see him, where during our bike trips, I would often just, instead of looking around or thinking about this or that, I would just spend that entire time leading the pack, praying for my dad and allowing that to be a prompt. So I I so appreciate Mm -hmm. your guidance on this. Uh, but But the question that really popped into my mind that I'd love for you to kind of double click on is that term conversation. Right. So can you just mm-hmm. elaborate on that a little bit more? Because oftentimes we think prayer is one way and prayer is something we say or we do. And and there are these prayer exercises which are brilliantly written, so accessible in your book, The 28 Day Prayer Journey in Morning, Afternoon, Evening. But but talk to us about the other side of it.
1: Well, the other side of it is that <clears throat> any great relationship, if only one person is doing the talking, is probably not much of a relationship. <laughs> There has to be some give and take. And um, God is a person who wants not just to listen, but also to be heard. Mm-hmm. The first and primary way we hear from God is from his word. He's taken a lot of care over thousands of years. Multiple people, uh, different authors who lived at different times, but are all saying the same thing to give us his thoughts, principles for living and his guiding, guiding eye, his hand. And so if we skip the Bible trying to hear from God, we're not going to hear from God because he's going to speak through his word and he's not going to contradict that. But when you are taking care to read the word, then you will find that God will make his desires known to you by confirming what his word has already said. I don't take it for granted if I sat in church and heard a sermon. And then later on that night, as I listen to the radio, another pastor in another state is saying the same thing that resonates with me, or that when I get in my car the next morning to head to work or to run an errand to go to the doctor's office, that I'm now listening to a podcast or the first song that comes on the radio is the same thing. I often think about the children of Israel and how he was careful and patient with them not wanting anyone to perish. And he repeated himself over and over and over again. And I think God does that, but he doesn't shout. He doesn't scream and he doesn't press. He wants to come in to open invitations to people who are welcoming his voice. The Holy Spirit who lives and works in the being of every person in the soul, um, the power of Christ we have in the comforter who resides with us also lends. He moves in our soul and in our thoughts to guide us Um, to give us God ideas. And just like anybody can say, man, I had this great idea. Often I think God is waiting with his ideas. He's just not going to scream over all the other noise we put in social media, other people's opinions, even all the books that we read, trying to get information, always seeking knowledge and never coming into the truth. And that's because God says in his word in John In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Mm. So if you want to hear from God, you start with his word. And then if you want his word to resound in application in your life, then you have to make time for him to allow that word to take seed, to sprout out and then to infect and inform the way you think, the way you feel and in turn what you do.
0: Perfect. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Crystal, for being on the podcast with us. And I think in light of today's episode and in light of the fact that uh, this one is about transforming your conversation with God, what we'll do to end it off is just let the music continue to play. And we'll just give you this time in silence to pray, and you know, you don't. I know sometimes when a podcast ends, you're kind of like, oh, I I don't really want it to end because I want (laughs) to, I don't want to enter into this conversation or that. So you just kind of, so just keep it running. We'll keep the music going and invite you into this conversation with God. Thanks, Crystal.